The following is the Women's Liberation Music Hour, presented by Phoenix on WLRN. Welcome back, sisters, to another hour of Women's Liberation Music. I'm Phoenix, your DJ, on this May 7th, 2018. This week, my intro will be brief, because I want to turn over the time to Pat Parker and Judy Gran and their 1976 Olivia record that features their lesbian radical poetry. Author, professor, lesbian historian, and archivist Bonnie Morris documents the disappearance of lesbian culture in her incredible 2016 book called The Disappearing L. Please check out her book, buy it, support this sister as she supports us through her archiving of women and lesbian culture so we aren't erased and forgotten. Also, check out the link that I've provided to her recent Smithsonian article about the imperative of preserving women's music, particularly the archives of Olivia Records. While this week isn't music per se, it is lesbian culture through spoken lesbian feminist poetry. I hope you enjoy this weaving forward through time, the radical words of Pat and Judy, which are as vital and inspiring now for women's liberation as they were 42 years ago. I do have one note for you to be aware of. Judy's poem, which is about three quarters of the way through her side of the album, called The Enemies of She Who, is really intense, as are our enemies. It includes male misogynist phrases and words of hate and venom. So I just want you to shield your hearts before it happens. And it follows her poem, Geology Lesson. Okay, let's get ready. Let's go and have our revolutionary fires ignited. Blessed be. A history of lesbianism. How they came into the world, the women-loving women came in three by three and four by four. The women-loving women came in ten by ten and ten by ten again until there were more than you could count. They took care of each other the best they knew how and of each other's children, if they had any. How they lived in the world The women-loving women learned as much as they were allowed and walked and wore their clothes the way they liked, whenever they could. They did whatever they knew to be happy or free and worked and worked and worked. The women-loving women in America were called dykes and some liked it and some did not. They made love to each other the best they knew how and for the best reasons. How they went out of the world, the women-loving women went out one by one, having withstood greater and lesser trials and much hatred from other people, they went out one by one, each having tried in her own way to overthrow the rule of men over women, they tried it one by one and hundred by hundred, until each came in her own way to the end of her life and died. The subject of lesbianism is very ordinary. 
It's the question of male domination that makes everybody angry. If you lose your lover, rain hurts you. Blackbirds brood over the sky, trees burn down everywhere, brown rabbits run under car wheels. Should your body cry to feel such blue and empty bed, don't bother. If you lose your lover, comb hair, go here or there, get another. In the place where her breasts come together, two thumbs width of channel ride my eyes to anchor, hands to angle. In the place where her legs come together, I said, you smell like the ocean and lay down my tongue beside the dark tooth edge of sleeping. Swim, she told me, and I did. I did. I have come to claim Marilyn Monroe's body for the sake of my own. Dig it up, hand it over, cram it in this paper sack. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Look at those luscious, long brown bones, that wide and crusty pelvis. Ha-ha! Oh, she wanted so much to be serious, but she never stops smiling now. Has she lost her mind? Marilyn, be serious. They're taking your picture, and they're taking the pictures of eight young women in New York City who murdered themselves for being pretty by the same method as you the very next day after you. I have claimed their bodies, too. They smile up out of my paper sack like brainless Cinderella's. The reporters are furious. They're asking me questions. What right does a woman have to Marilyn Monroe's body? And what am I doing for lunch? They think I mean to eat you. Their teeth are lurid, and they want to pose me, leaning on the shovel, nude. Don't squint. But when one of the reporters comes too close, I beat him, bust his camera with your long, smooth thigh, and with your lovely knuckle bone, I break his eye. Long ago, you wanted to write poems. Be serious, Marilyn. I am going to take you in this paper sack around the world and write on it the poems of Marilyn Monroe, dedicated to all princes, the male poets who were so sorry to see you go before they had a crack at you. They wept for you, and also they wanted to stuff you while you still had a little meat left in useful places. But they were too slow. Now I shall take them my paper sack, and we shall act out a poem together. How would you like to see Marilyn Monroe in action, smiling, and without her clothes? We shall wait long enough to see them make familiar faces, and then I shall beat them with your skull. Hubba, 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 hubba! Marilyn, be serious. Today I have come to claim your body for my own. The Common Woman. Ella, in a square apron along Highway 80. She's a copper-headed waitress, tired and sharp-worded. She hides her bad brown tooth behind a wicked smile and flicks her ass out of habit to fend off the pass that passes for affection. She keeps her mind the way men keep a knife, keen to strip the game down to her size. She has a thin spine, swallows her eggs cold, and tells lies. She slaps a wet rag at the truck drivers if they should complain. She understands the necessity for pain, turns away the smaller tips out of pride, and keeps the flask under the counter. Once, she shot a lover who misused her child. Before she got out of jail, the courts had pounced and given the child away. Like some isolated lake, her flat blue eyes take care of their own stark bottoms. 
Her hands are nervous, curled, ready to scrape. The common woman is as common as a rattlesnake. Nadine, resting on her neighbor's stoop. She holds things together, collects bail, makes the landlord patch the largest holes. At the Sunday social, she would spike every drink and offer you half of what she knows, which is plenty. She pokes at the ruins of the city like an armored tank, but she thinks of herself as a ripsaw cutting through knots in wood. Her sentences come out like thick pine shanks, and her big hands fill the air like smoke. She's a mud-chinked cabin in the slums, sitting on the doorstep counting rats and raising fifteen children, half of them her own. The neighborhood would burn itself out without her. One of these days, she'll strike the spark herself. She's made of grease and metal, with a hard head that makes the men around her seem frail. The common woman is as common as a nail. Carol in the park, chewing on straws. She has taken a woman lover, whatever shall we do. She has taken a woman lover, how lucky it wasn't you. And all the day through she smiles and lies and grits her teeth and pretends to be shy or weak or busy. Then she goes home and pounds her own nails, makes her own bets, and fixes her own car with her friend. She goes as far as women can go without protection from men. On weekends, she dreams of becoming a tree, a tree that dreams it is ground up and sent to the paper factory, where it lies helpless in sheets, until it dreams of becoming a paper airplane and rises on its own current, where it turns into a bird, a great coasting bird that dreams of becoming more free even than that, a feather, finally, or a piece of air with lightning in it. She has taken a woman lover, whatever can we say. She walks around all day quietly, but underneath it she's electric, angry energy inside a passive form. The common woman is as common as a thunderstorm. Detroit Annie hitchhiking. Her words pour out as if her throat were a broken artery and her mind were cut glass, carelessly handled. You imagine her in a huge velvet hat with great dangling black feathers, but she shaves her head instead and goes for three-day midnight walks. Sometimes she goes down to the dock and dances off the end of it, simply to prove her belief that people who cannot walk on water are phonies or dead. When she is cruel, she is very, very cool, and when she is kind, she is lavish. Fishermen think perhaps she's a fish, but they're all fools. She figured out that the only way to keep from being frozen was to stay in motion, and long ago converted most of her flesh into liquid. Now, when she smells danger, she spills herself all over, like gasoline, and lights it. She leaves the taste of salt and iron under your tongue, but you don't mind. The common woman is as common as the reddest wine. Vera from my childhood. Solemnly swearing to swear as an oath to you who have somehow gotten to be a pale old woman. Swearing as if an oath could be wrapped around your shoulders like a new coat. For your $28 a week and the bastard boss you never let yourself hate. And the work, all the work you did at home where you never got paid. For your mouth that got thinner and thinner until it disappeared as if you had choked on it. Watching the hard liquor break your fine husband down into a dead joke. For the strange mole, like a third eye, right in the middle of your forehead. For your religion, 
which insisted that people are beautiful golden birds and must be preserved. For your persistent nerve and plain white talk, the common woman is as common as good bread, as common as when you couldn't go on, but did. For all the world we didn't know we held in common all along. The common woman is as common as the best of bread and will rise and will become strong. I swear it to you. I swear it to you on my own head. I swear it to you on my common woman's head. She who, she, 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 she who, she, she who, she who, she who, she, she, she who, she who, she who, she, who, who, she, she who, she who, who, she who, 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 she, who, who, she who, she who, who, she, who, she, she, who, she, she, she who, who, she who. She, she, who, she, 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 who, she, who. Parting on the left, parting on the right, braiding. The woman in three pieces won. She said she was unhappy, and they said they would take care of her. She said she needed love, and so they raped her, and then she wanted to be alone. They locked her into a tiny cell with one tiny window and took away her clothes, turning off all the lights as they left. After a long while, they came back, and she said, It's so dark, so they shined a very bright light into her face, and she said, I don't like that. What's the matter, they said, and she said, There is nothing to eat. Couldn't you please give me some water? So they brought a hose and sprayed her hard with water. Are you happy now, they said? And she answered, Please, I'm so very cold. My bones ache and I shiver all the time. So they brought huge piles of sticks and newspaper and built a very large fire in her cell. She squeezed her body out of the window and fell a great distance and was killed. The trouble with people like her, they said later, is that no matter how hard you try to please them, they are never satisfied. She who increases what can be done. I shall grow another breast in the middle of my chest. What shall it be? Not like the other ones lying there, those two fried eggs. In the center of my flesh, I shall grow another breast, rounder than a ready fist, slippery as a school of fish, sounder than stone. Call it, she who educates my chest. She who. She is not my daughter, not my son. I'm going to groom her with my tongue, needle her senses with my pain, feed her hunches with my brain. She who defends me. Breast number one belongs to some, and breast number two belongs to you, and breast number three is she who works for me. Now I have a longer tongue and three good breasts, and some have none. What can be done? The many minnows are fishes that live in a stream, and Greedy Beak is a bird that lives on the land and comes down to the edge of the stream, where he sticks his head under the water and eats the many minnows. After a long time of this, Greedy Beak had ate up all but 47 of the many minnows, and they were tired of it. So the next time he approached their stream, they had a plan. They thrust all of their silver scales and fins out as far as they would go, and all in the same direction. The sun's rays glinted off the silver scales and fins, and when Greedy Beak looked down, he saw nothing but his own reflection. There's another Greedy Beak down there with my fishes, he screamed, and dove straight into the water in a rage. The 47 remaining many minnows promptly ate him up and turned him into many more many minnows.
A Geology Lesson Here, the sea strains to climb up on the land, and the wind blows dust in a single direction. The trees bend themselves all one way, and volcanoes explode often. Why is this? Many years back, a woman of strong purpose passed through this section and everything else tried to follow. The enemies of Shihu call her various names. A whore, a whore, a fishwife, a cunt, a harlot, a harlot, a pussy, a doxy, a tail, a fishwife, a whore, a hole, a slit, a cunt, a bitch, a slut, a slit, a hole, a whore, a hole, a vixen, a piece of ass, a dame, filly, mare, dove, cow, pig, chick, cat, kitten, bird, dog, dish, a dumb blonde, you black bitch, you white bitch, you brown bitch, you yellow bitch, you fat bitch, you stupid bitch, you stinking bitch, you little bitch, you old bitch, a cheap bitch, a high-class bitch, a two-bit whore, a two-dollar whore, a ten-dollar whore, a million-dollar mistress, a hole, a slut, a cunt, a slit, a cut, a slash, a hole, a slit, a piece of shit, a piece of shit, a piece of shit. She who bears it, Bear down, breathe. Bear down, bear down, breathe. Bear down, bear down, bear down, breathe. She who lies down in the darkness and bears it. She who lies down in the lightness and bears it. The labor of she who carries and bears is the first labor. All over the world, the waters are breaking everywhere, everywhere the waters are breaking. The labor of she who carries and bears and raises and rears is the first labor. There is no other first labor. The most blonde woman in the world one day threw off her skin, her hair, threw off her hair, declaring, Whosoever chooses to love me chooses to love a bald woman with bleeding pores. Those who came then as her lovers were small, hard-bodied spiders with dark eyes and an excellent knowledge of weaving. They spun her blood into long strands and altogether wove millions of red webs, webs red in the afternoon sun. Now, she said, now I am expertly loved, and now I am beautiful. The Woman in Three Pieces Three I said I was unhappy, and you said I would take care of him. I needed love, he said, and so he raped you, and then everyone wanted to be alone. We locked ourselves into a little cell with one tiny window, and took away our clothes, turning off all the lights as we left. After a long time, we came back, and I said, It's so dark. So we shined a bright light into his face, and you said, He doesn't like that. What's the matter, I said, and you said, There is nothing to eat. Couldn't you please give him some water? So we brought a hose and sprayed me hard with water. Are you happy now, I said, and you answered, Please, he is so very cold. My bones ache and I shiver all the time. So you brought huge piles of sticks and newspapers, and he built a very large fire in our cell. You squeezed my body out of the window, and we fell a great distance and were killed. The trouble with people like us, we said later, is that no matter how hard I try to please you, I am never satisfied. Foam on the rim of the glass, another wave breaking. Foam on the rim of the glass, another wave breaking. She once wanted to be a sailor. Now she sits at the bar drinking like a sailor. I am the wall at the lip of the water. I am the rock that refused to be battered. I am the dike in the matter, the other 
I am the wall with the womanly swagger. I am the dragon, the dangerous dagger. I am the bull dyke, the bull dagger. And I have been many a wicked grandmother, and I shall be many a wicked daughter. The woman whose head is on fire, the woman with a noisy voice, the woman with too many fingers, the woman who never smiled once in her life, the woman with a bony body, the woman with moles all over her, the woman who cut off her breast, the woman with a large bobbing head, the woman with one glass eye, the woman with broad shoulders, the woman with calloused elbows, the woman with a sunken chest, the woman who is part giraffe, the woman with five gold teeth, the woman who looks straight ahead, the woman with enormous knees, the woman who can lick her own clitoris, the woman who screams on the trumpet, the woman whose toes grew together, the woman who says, I am what I am, the woman with rice under her skin, the woman who owns a machete, the woman who plants potatoes, the woman who murders the kangaroo, the woman who stuffs clothing into a sack, the woman who makes a great racket, the woman who fixes machines, the woman whose chin is sticking out, the woman who says, I will be, the woman who carries laundry on her head, the woman who is part horse, the woman who asks so many questions, the woman who cuts somebody's throat, the woman who gathers peaches, the woman who carries jars on her head, the woman who howls, the woman whose nose is broken, the woman who constructs buildings, the woman who has fits on the floor, the woman who makes rain happen, the woman who refuses to menstruate, the woman who sets broken bones, the woman who sleeps out on the street, the woman who plays the drums, the woman who is part grasshopper, the woman who herds cattle, the woman whose will is unbending, the woman who hates kittens, the woman who escaped from the jailhouse, the woman who is walking across the desert, the woman who buries the dead, the woman who taught herself writing, the woman who skins rabbits, the woman who believes her own word, the woman who chews bear skins, the woman who eats cocaine, the woman who thinks about everything, the woman who has the tattoo of a bird, the woman who puts things together, the woman who squats on her haunches, the woman whose children are all different colors, singing, I am the will of the woman, the woman, my will is unbending. When she who moves the earth will turn over, when she who moves, the earth will turn over. A plain song from an older woman to a younger woman. Am I not olden, olden, olden? It is unwanted. Wanting, wanting. Am I not broken, stolen, common? Am I not crinkled, cranky, poison? Am I not glinty-eyed and frozen? Am I not aged, shaky, glazing? Am I not hazy, guarded, craven? Am I not only, stingy, little? Am I not simple, brittle? spitting, was I not over, over, ridden? It is a long story. Will you be proud to be my version? It is unwritten. Writing, writing, am I not ancient, raging, patient? Am I not able, charming, stable? Was I not building, forming, braving? Was I not ruling, guiding, naming? Was I not brazen, crazy, chosen? Even the stones would do my bidding. It is a long story. Am I not proud to be your version? It is unspoken. Speaking, speaking, am I not elder, berry, brandy? Are you not wine before you find me in your own beaker? Do you not turn away your shoulder? Have I not shut my mouth against you? Are you not shamed 
to treat me meanly, when you discover you become me? Are you not proud that you become me? I will not shut my mouth against you. Do you not turn away your shoulder? We who brew in the same bitters that boil us away. We both need stronger water. We're touched by a similar nerve. I am new like your daughter. I am the will and the riverbed made bolder by you, my oldest river. You are the way. Are we not olden, olden, olden? This poem has an epigraph from Genesis, the first chapter, the 23rd verse. This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. From cavities of bone spun from caverns of air, I, woman, bred of man taken from the womb of sleep, I, woman, that comes before the first, to think second, to believe first, a mistake erased by the motion of years, I, woman, I can no longer claim a mother of flesh, a father of marrow, I, woman, must be the child of myself. This poem has an epigraph. It says, Her children arise up and called her blessed. That's from the 31st chapter of Proverbs, the 28th verse. When I was a child, I was punished. I refused to say, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. I was, they said, disrespectful, should extend courtesy, defer to age. I believe respect is earned, does not come with birth. Now my mother is dying, and I wish to say so much, to thank her, to say I love you, to hold her in my arms. These things I cannot do. We have too many years of not touching, of not saying. Instead, I sit and watch her sleep, see her breathe, labor, cringe at the tubes in her body, watch the strength seep away. I am afraid of death, fear to touch a cold body, yet I know in the final viewing I will lean over my mother and whisper in her ear, Yes, ma'am, Mama, yes, ma'am. Fuller Brush Day. Here you are, lady, a year's supply of room spray. And I watch myself walking down my hall, spraying for a year. Spraying for a year, spray here, spray there, walking down my hall, spraying room spray. An artificial forest, wiping out city smells. Artificial forest, minus You birds, are listening minus squirrels, to WLRN. Minus, minus spraying for a year. If you run out before a year's time, we'll give you another bottle. Another bottle. A full, definite, permanent year's bottle. 365 and one-fourth days. No time given to holidays. One year. Spray for a year. Phony forest for a year. Forest in my kitchen. Forest in my toilet. Forest in my cat box. A full-time, real-life, forest-smelling type year. Walking down my halls, spraying for a year. 365 and one-fourth days of spray, spray, spray. And I bought it. You can't be sure of anything these days. You meet a really far-out man, tells you he's been on his own for years, opens car doors for you, carries packages for you, protects you from evil doers, says he wants an intelligent, creative woman to be his partner in life. You marry and find the dude is too weak to pick up a dish, too dumb to turn on a burner, too afraid to do laundry, too tense to iron a shirt. 
and to top the whole thing off, he tries to cover his incompetence by telling you it's woman's work. You can't be sure of anything these days. Tour America, a TV commercial said, I will. There are things I need. Traveler's checks in New York, gas mask in Berkeley, face masks in Los Angeles, National Guardsmen to protect me in the South, Marines to protect me from guardsmen in the Midwest, police to protect me from hustlers in the ghettos, bulletproof vest and helmet to protect me from police everywhere. Tour America? Perhaps it would be better to blow it up. In English Lit, they told me Kafka was good because he created the best nightmares ever. I think I should go find that professor and ask why we didn't study the police department. This poem is about some of the men I've worked with in various liberation movements. It has an epigraph, which is a quotation from Harriet Tubman. She said... There are two things I've got a right to, and these are death or liberty, one or the other I mean to have. Brother, I don't want to hear about how my real enemy is the system. I'm no genius, but I do know that system you hit me with is called a fist. On this poem to some of the women I've worked with in various movements. It also has an epigraph. How do we know that the Panthers will accept a gift from white, middle-class women? Have you ever tried to hide in a group of women, hide yourself, slide between the floorboards, slide yourself away, child, away from this room and your sister before she notices your black self and her white mind. Slide your eyes down, away from the other blacks, afraid a meeting of eyes and pain would travel between you, change like milk to buttermilk, a silent rage. Sister, your foot's smaller, but it's still on my neck. This poem comes out of a demonstration at San Francisco State. One of the instructors invited two members of the American Nazi Party to speak to his class. Don't let the fascists speak. We want to hear what they have to say. Keep them out of the classroom. Everybody is entitled to freedom of speech. I am a child of America, a stepchild raised in the back room, yet taught, taught how to act in her front room. My mind jumps, the voices of students, screaming, insults, threats. Let the Nazis speak! Let the Nazis speak! Everyone is entitled to speak. I sit, a greasy-legged black child, in a black school, in the black part of town, look to a black teacher. The Bill of Rights guarantees us all the right. My mind remembers chants, Article 1, Article 1, and my innards churn. They remember the black teacher in the black school, in the black part of the very white town who stopped us when we attacked the puppet principal, the white board of education, cast off books illustrated with cartoons and words of wisdom written by white children in the other part of town, missing pages, caricatures of hanging niggers. The Bill of Rights was written to protect us. My mind remembers and my innards churn. Conjure images, police break up, illegal demonstrations, illegal assemblies. Conjure image of a black panther. If Tricky Dick tries to stop us, we'll stop him. Conjure image of that same black man going to jail for threatening the life of the president. Every citizen is entitled to freedom of speech. My mind remembers and my innards churn, conjure images of Jews in camps, of homosexuals in camps, of socialists in camps. Let the Nazis speak! Let the Nazis speak! Faces in a college classroom. You're being fascist too! Let the Nazis speak! We want to hear what they have to say. 
faces in a college classroom. Young white faces. Speak, let them speak. Speak, let them speak. Blacks, Jews, some whites seize the bullhorn. We don't want to hear your socialist rhetoric. Socialist rhetoric. Survival rhetoric. The Supreme Court says it is illegal to scream fire in a crowded theater. To scream fire in a crowded theater cause people to panic, to run, to hurt each other. My mind remembers, and now I know what my innards say, illegal to cause people to panic, to run, to hurt. There is no contradiction. What the Nazis say will cause people to hurt me. Pit stop. A pit is a covered hole used to trap wild animals. A pit is an abyss. A pit is the ground floor of a theater, especially the part at the rear. A pit is a coward suicide. A hearty drink to anything. Let us drink to your new lover. Let us drink to your lover gone. Let us drink to my lover. Let us drink to my lover gone. Hey, let's drink to the good people. Let's drink to the nearest holiday. Let's drink to our ability to drink. A pit is a covered hole used by wild animals. It's hard to withdraw the fangs now in public places. The anger spills over to be mopped away later. Too much to drink. Slow fang withdrawal. Our animalism is showing a bad image. Let's drink to a bad image. Let's drink to a covered pit and happy animals and withdrawn fangs. A pit is an abyss. Let's drink to my shame. A hustle, a grand hustle. I love you, so I won't call you fool. Let's have another drink. You love me, you won't walk away from me. Let's have another drink to our hustle. Let's hustle another drink and drink to our ability to hustle. Let's have a drink to our shame. Let's have a drink to drink. A pit is the ground floor of a theater, especially the part at the rear. It was a good show last night, full of venom. I thought for sure she would hit her. And did you see that woman fall off her stool? Yes, indeed, a grand show. Everybody was, and it ended safely. How's your head this morning, dearie? Let's drink to a good show. Let's drink to the rear of the theater. It's hard to get hit with a bottle here. Just watch the show. Let's drink to a ground floor. Has anyone ever priced the balcony? A pit. Is a coward suicide. What do you mean, kill yourself? That's a bummer. Makes me sad. Let's have another drink. Yes, I've gained weight. It's the beer, you know. Coals, yes, caught lots of coals. Just need to take more vitamin C. Let's have a hot toddy for my cold. Wow, that's too bad. Overdose, huh? Won't touch the stuff. If anything kills me, it'll be the booze. Let's have a drink to her and her drug. She was a good kid. One of these days I'll have a checkup, getting winded too easily, getting old. Let's have another drink. I can't imagine anyone committing suicide. The mechanics are too slow here. The tires should be on, the gas in. What's the matter? You want to cost us the race? Oh, one more drink. Let's drink to the race. Let's drink to the pit crew. Let's drink. Let's drink. Let us drink. Let us drink, drink, drink. Excuse me, friends. I must go now. I cannot afford to lose this race. I cannot afford to die in this place. My lover is a woman, and when I hold her, feel her warmth, I feel good, feel safe. Then I never think of my family's voices, never hear my sisters say, bulldaggers, queers, funny, come see us, but don't bring your friends. It's okay with us, but don't tell mama, it'd break her heart. Never feel my father turn in his grave, never hear my mother cry, Lord, what kind of child is this? My lover's hair is blonde, and when it rubs across my face, it feels soft. Feels like a thousand fingers touch my skin and hold me, and I feel good. Then I never think of the little boy who spat and called me nigger. Never think of the policeman who kicked my body and said crawl. Never think of black bodies hanging in trees or filled with bullet holes. Never hear my sisters say, white folks' hair stink. Don't trust any of them. Never feel my father turn in his grave. Never hear my mother talk of her backache after scrubbing floors. Never hear her cry, Lord, 
What kind of child is this? My lover's eyes are blue, and when she looks at me, I float in a warm lake, feel my muscles go weak with want, feel good, feel safe. Then I never think of the blue eyes that have glared at me, move three stools away from me in a bar, never hear my sister's rage of syphilitic black men as guinea pigs, rage of sterilized children, watch them just stop in an intersection to scare the old white bitch, never feel my father turn in his grave, never remember my mother teaching me the yes sirs and ma'ams to keep me alive, never hear my mother cry, Lord, what kind of child is this? And when we go to a gay bar, and my people shun me because I cross the line, and her people look to see what's wrong with her, what defect drove her to me, and when we walk the streets of the city, forget and touch or hold hands, and the people stare, glare, frown, and taunt at those queers, I remember every word taught me, every word said to me, every deed done to me, and then I hate. I look at my lover and for an instant doubt. Then I hold her hand tighter and I can hear my mother cry, Lord, what kind of child is this? This is poem for Anne, number two. If it were possible to place you in my brain, to let you roam around in and out my thought waves, you would never have to ask, why do you love me? This morning, as you slept, I wanted to kiss you awake, say I love you to your brain, smiled and nodded. Yes, this woman does love me. Each day the list grows, filled with the things that are you, things that make my heart jump. Yet words would sound strange, become corny in utterance. Now each morning when I wake, I don't look out my window to see if the sun is shining. I turn to you instead. Let me come to you naked, come without my mask, come dark and lay beside you. Let me come to you old, come as a dying snail, come weak and lay beside you. Let me come to you angry, come shaking with hate, come calloused and lay beside you. Even more, let me come to you strong, come sure and free, come powerful and lay with you. For Willis, when I make love to you, I try with each stroke of my tongue to say I love you, to tease I love you, to hammer I love you, to melt I love you. And your sounds drift down, oh God, oh Jesus. And I think, here it is, some dudes getting credit for what a woman has done again. A small contradiction. It is politically incorrect to demand monogamous relationships. It's emotionally insecure to seek ownership of another soul or body and damaging to one's psyche to restrict the giving and taking of love. Me, I am totally opposed to monogamous relationships unless I'm in love. For the straight folks who don't mind gays but wish they weren't so blatant. You know, some people got a lot of nerve. Sometimes I don't believe the things I see and hear. Have you met the woman who's shocked by two women kissing and in the same breath tells you that she's pregnant? But gays shouldn't be blatant. Or this straight couple sits next to you in a movie and you can't hear the dialogue because of the sound effects. But gays shouldn't be blatant. And the woman in your office spends your whole lunch hour talking about her new bikini drawers and how much her husband likes them. But gays shouldn't be blatant. Or the hip chick in your class rattling a mile a minute while you're trying to get stoned in the john about the camping trip she took with her musician boyfriend. But gays shouldn't be blatant. You go in a public bathroom, and all over the walls there's John loves Mary, Janice digs Richard, Pepe loves Dolores, etc. But gays shouldn't be blatant. Or you go to an amusement park, and there's a tunnel of love, and pictures of straights painted on the front, and grinning couples coming in and out, but gays shouldn't be blatant. 
Fact is, blatant heterosexuals are all over the place. Supermarkets, movies, at work, in church, in books, on television every day and night, every place, even in gay bars. And they want gay men and women to go hide in the closets. So do you straight folks. I say, sure, I'll go, if you go too. But I'm polite, so after you. In the Protestant religion, we are taught that when a person dies, you should celebrate their death because they are leaving a sinful world. Woman slaughter. It doesn't hurt as much now. The thought of you dead doesn't rip at my innards, leaves no holes to suck rage. Now thoughts of the four daughters of Buster Cook's. Children, survivors of Texas hell, survivors of soul-searing poverty, survivors of small-town mentality, survivors, now three, doesn't hurt as much now. One, an act. I used to be fearful of phone calls in the night, never in the day. Death like the vampire fears the sun, never in the day. Hello, Patty? Hey, big sister, what's happening? How's the kids? Patty, Jonesy shot Shirley. She didn't make it. Hello, hello, death. Don't you know it's daytime? The sun is much too bright today. Hello, hello, death. You made a mistake. Came here too soon again. Five months, death. My sisters and I just met in celebration of you. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, and buried him. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, and took care of his widow. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, and shook hands with his friends. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, and picked the ripe flowers. We came, the four strong daughters of Buster Cooks, walked tall and celebrated you. We came, his four strong daughters, and notified insurance companies, arranged social security payments, gathered the sum of his life. We must be strong for mother. She was the third daughter of Buster Cook's. I am the fourth, and in his death we met. The four years that separated us, gone, and we talked. She would divorce the quiet man, go back to school, begin again. Together we would be strong and take care of Buster's widow. The poet returned to the family. The fourth daughter came home. Hello, hello, death. What's this you say to me? Now there are three... We came, the three sisters of Shirley Jones, and took care of her mother. We picked the right flowers, contacted insurance companies, arranged social security payments, and cremated her. We came, the three sisters of Shirley Jones. We were not strong. It is good, they said, that Buster is dead. He would surely kill the quiet man. Two, justice. There was a quiet man. He married a quiet wife. Together they lived a quiet life. Not so, not so, her sisters said. The truth comes out as she lies dead. He beat her. He accused her of awful things, and he beat her. One day she left. Hello, hello, police. I am a woman, and I am afraid. My husband means to kill me. She went to her sister's house. She, too, was a woman alone. The quiet man came and beat her. Both women were afraid. Hello, hello, police. I am a woman, and I am afraid. My husband means to kill me. The four strong daughters of Buster Cooks came to bury him. The third one carried a gun. Why do you have a gun? For protection, just in case. Can you shoot it? Yes, I have learned well. Hello, hello, police. I am a woman alone, and I am afraid. My husband means to kill me. Lady, there's nothing we can do until he tries to hurt you. Go to the judge and he will decree that your husband leaves you be. She found an apartment with a friend. She would begin a new life again, in a lockery divorce degree in hand, the end of the quiet man. He came to her home and he beat her. Both women were afraid. Hello, hello, police. I am a woman alone and I am afraid. My ex-husband means to kill me. Fear not, lady, he will be sought. It was too late when he was caught. One day, a quiet man shot his quiet wife three times in the back. 
he shot her friend as well. His wife died. The three sisters of Shirley Jones came to cremate her. They were not strong. 3. Somebody's Trial It is good, they said, that Buster is dead. He would surely kill the quiet man. I was not at the trial. I was not needed to testify. She slept with other men, he said. No, said her friends. No, said her sisters. That is a lie. She was black. You are white. Why were you there? We were friends, she said. I was helping her move the furniture. The divorce court had given it to her. Were you alone, they asked. No, two men came with us. They were gone with a load. She slept with women, he said. No, said her sisters. No, said her friends. We were only friends. That is a lie. You live with this woman? Yes, said her friend. You slept in the same bed? Yes, said her friend. Were you lovers? No, said her friend. But you slept in the same bed? Yes, said her friend. What shall be done with this man? Is it a murder of first degree? No, said the men. It is a crime of passion. He was angry. Is it a murder of second degree? Yes, said the men. But we will not call it that. We must think of his record. We will call it manslaughter. The sentence is the same. What will we do with this man? His boss, a white man, came. This is a quiet black man, he said. He works well for me. The men sent the quiet black man to jail. He went to work in the day. He went to jail and slept at night. In one year, he went home. Four, woman slaughter. It is good, they said, that Buster is dead. He would surely kill the quiet man. Sister, I do not understand. I rage and do not understand. In Texas, he would be freed. One black kills another, one less black for Texas. But this is not Texas. This is California, the city of angels. Was his crime so slight? George Jackson served years for robbery. Eldridge Cleaver served years for rape. I know of a man in Texas who is serving 40 years for possession of marijuana. Was his crime so slight? What was his crime? He only killed his wife. But a divorce, I say, not final, they say. Her things were his, including her life. Men cannot rape their wives. Men cannot kill their wives. They passion them to death. The three sisters of Shirley Jones came and cremated her, and they were not strong. Hear me now. It is almost three years, and I am again strong. I have gained many sisters, and if one is beaten or raped or killed, I will not come in mourning black. I will not pick the right flowers. I will not celebrate her death. And it will matter not if she's black or white, if she loves women or men, I will come with my many sisters and decorate the streets with the innards of those brothers in woman slaughter. No more can I dull my rage in alcohol and deference to men's courts. I will come to my sisters, not dutiful. I will come strong. Woo! What a way to end. There you have it, sisters, another hour for you in the company of strong sister inspiration from radical lesbian feminist poets and dear friends to one another, Pat Parker and Judy Gron. For those of you who do not know, Pat died in 1989 from breast cancer. Judy is still very much alive and well. And I like to imagine Pat tuning in this last hour from the other side with a smile on her face and Judy feeling her friend's presence through the veils. So I hope you will tune in again in two weeks for more women's liberation music. And then starting in June, there will be only one per month during the summer months. My garden calls me and she is persistent. So I leave you with final Judy Gron words and inspiration from the backside of that album. Where would I be without you that we just listened to? She writes this about women's poetry. Art is not a way out. There is no way out. There's only what we've got and how to turn it around to reinforce our fighting genius, to clarify and point out what has been stolen from us and that we must take it back or continue with nothing. 
At its best, it comes from our bitterest anger, our most expansive love, our most courageous hopes, our most vital visions, our most honest insights, our fiercest determination. So may you continue, sisters, to feel your fierce determination in the company of other strong, courageous, hopeful, and expansive sisters. And that you still feel your bitterest anger and let your, your energy grow from there. Take good care and I'll catch you in two weeks. Blessed be.